Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Rebuild You podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Vasquez, and as a coach, a communicator, and content creator, each week I'll be here to help you rebuild and restore your life, your family, and your business so that you can get back to living your purpose. Through messages and guests, I look forward to becoming your number one podcast, helping you create and rebuild the things that you love. Now let's get started. Hello, everyone. I am so excited and so honored and blessed to have a special guest, a returning guest, Michael Arechavaleta. He has been on the podcast two times before. This is his third time. And as we know, third time's a charm. So I am so, so happy to have him. And for those that want to go back and listen to our previous episodes, he was on episode 23. That was on March 6th of 2020 and episode 43 on March 27th of 2021. Uh, Those episodes were so powerful and this episode is going to be, I don't know, just as powerful or even more. (laughs) So welcome, Michael. We're so excited to have you back. I'm very, very happy to be back. It's been a long time coming and um, just really, really blessed to still be here. Yes, amen. <laughs> so just a quick note for those. We we definitely want people to go back and listen to the episodes, but Yeah, they're gonna have to go back and listen because I don't yeah. know if I can do all of that. All I of know that. that it was a lot. It was a lot. And the first episode you shared um about the loss of your wife. Your wife was killed in a motorcycle accident. Um and um And then in the second episode, you talked about forgiveness because you were in court facing uh, the young man that killed your wife in the motorcycle accident. So those two episodes were very powerful. Um, They were very like touching. Um, They were life-changing, I'm sure, for so many people. I know for me it was. Each time I speak to you, Um, I feel something changes within me because you have made God so much more real every single time I talk to you. (laughs) Well, then I am happy that I am living out my purpose as a human being because Mm -hmm. I think that that should be our purpose to live a life and to be the type of person that draws other people to God and brings other people together. Um, so if I'm, if I'm doing that, at least I'm fulfilling my purpose in your life. <laughs> I don't know about everybody else. Everybody else yeah. about me like that, but. Yes, you definitely have. And, and let me just say, we met on, in a business group in back yes. in 2020, yes. um, you shared your story and I reached out and I was like, would you be on my podcast? And you said, yes. Yeah. Um, and at that time I was just like, I, I had some kind of notion that God was trying to do something special. And I, I, I had a, a feeling, but I was really, really afraid to just come out and boldly say it. Like, hey, you know, I had, you know, God spoke to me in my heart and he's going to have arrived. (laughs) You know, this is him showing up in the middle of this storm and he's about to show up and do something amazing. Y'all don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. uh, uh, Yeah. So it was, it was more of 
a discovery journey for me as well. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't. I, I it doesn't not it doesn't surprise me that other people didn't really see it because I didn't see all of it. I got a small glimpse, and that was enough mm-hmm. for me to just be speaking into the darkness. You know, yeah. light, life, hope. Yes. Faith, courage, strength. I saw a small glimpse of what God could possibly do. Because mm-hmm. it's not like it happened exactly like I saw it either. Mm-hmm. But I got a small glimpse of what God could possibly do yeah. in that scenario. Yeah. Um, and it was more difficult to have the courage to believe. Yeah. yeah. To step out in faith. Yeah. And actually do it. <laughs> you know, to actually, to actually go through the process of actually doing it. Yeah. That. You had the courage. You like you you from the moment our first um episode, our first uh call, like you had the courage because so you were left a single dad of four special needs children, all on the yeah. autism spectrum. And you were also how much did you weigh? When Viviana died, I was two hundred and fifty pounds. How much do you weigh today? I'm hundred and eighty-two pounds. Yeah. So this has been like a discovery journey and a healing journey because you were left a single dad with four special needs kids. You were in a sense, I don't want to say having health issues, but you were overweight. You were struggling with your weight and you went on this journey of healing and forgiveness and just like I want to say killed it, but I don't want to say killed it because it's like a not a positive word to use for it. But listen, I in, in I know I have achieved something because when I stand back and I look, mm-hmm. and like it hits me, like God floored me, He blew me away. Yeah, I did not even know what I was capable of. Yeah, He really, really showed me. And that was the beautiful thing, that that pain, that trauma. I mean, I, it was a traumatic thing that happened to me. I, I, I am traumatized. I know I have post-traumatic stress disorder. I, I'm fully aware. I am traumatized. Mm-hmm. Okay. The new person can't talk to me very long before they hear that story. Mm-hmm. That's how I know. Like, it's ingrained in, in sure. me. It, it changed the way my nervous system operated from sure. that day forward. Sure. But I allowed it to change me in so many good ways. Yeah. And science, you know, will will teach us this. They, they, they tell us this that when you are traumatized, you are primed for learning because mm-hmm. your body wants to adapt to deal with that trauma. Your your system is at its most neuroplastic. It's flexible. Mm-hmm. So you can learn new skills. You can learn to write a new narrative about that thing that happened to you. You know, it doesn't always have to mean the same thing. Yeah. That's what brings that dread. That's yeah. what brings that hopelessness of this is never gonna change. Because in your mind, the meaning 
or your perspective of that thing that it happened to you mm. has not changed. Mm. And so what you get from that experience will not change because you keep looking at it the same way. This was bad. This was horrible. This was tragic. This was unfair. This was unjust. Yeah. And so you're stuck there because of how you look at it and you don't even allow anyone else mm-hmm. or God himself right. to even speak to you the possibility that he could use that for yeah. something good. Yeah, yeah. That is- to the extent that you will look back upon it and say, it was good mm-hmm. that I was afflicted. Like David said, it was good that I was afflicted. Yeah. Because I saw your goodness. Yeah. Like, you so sorry. Yeah. So good. I knew I love Viviana, but I did not know how much I loved her until mm-hmm. she was gone. Mm. But I am so grateful for this experience that I've lived through because. Mm-hmm. The treasure that I have inside of me, mm-hmm. like, what, what price mm-hmm. can you put on that? To know God like this, mm-hmm. to know that He can make a way where there seems to be absolutely no way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that He can really, 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 yeah, you know take you from the deepest pit, like the darkest valley, the valley of the shadow of death. Yeah, you know? yeah. Because I was I was dying from sadness, Carrie. Remember, mm-hmm. I went from 250 to 207 in 30 days just from not eating and not sleeping. Like, that's not healthy. I right. look myself in the mirror, and I look like I was dying. I look sick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't share this with you in the first podcast because even though i had so much confidence and you saw how i was speaking with such faith like i still thought that what i was imagining mm-hmm. was so far-fetched mm-hmm. from what i could see in front of me was possible like there was so much in front of me and around me in every direction that said michael you are nuts this is never going to happen. You crazy. What you think? Who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. 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 If I had believed in myself that mm-hmm. I could do it, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have taken the first step. Yeah. Yeah. So I believe I believed he could do it though. Yeah. I believed he could do it and I could not find it within me mm-hmm. to say otherwise. Right. You know, to say that there was no way, mm-hmm. that there was no way mm-hmm. that I could not take care of my babies and that he could not bless me and that I could not come back from this. Mm-hmm. I could not say that, that that was not possible. Right. So I went to work. Mm-hmm. I went to work and I went all in. I mean, sleep was a waste of time. You know, we spoke about that, you know, on the second podcast. I mean, it 
Beyond death traumatized me because it made me realize how valuable and precious our time is. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to waste a single day. Yeah, yeah. Being anything less mm-hmm. than everything right. that I could be in every single arena in my life. Yeah. So I threw everything at the wall because yeah. I was like, I don't know how long I'm gonna live. Right. I don't want any regrets. I'm right. going after everything. And I started making lists and I started getting organized and I started going down the list. Check, check, check. I need to do this. If I want to do this, if I want to do this, I need to do this and I need to do that. And I started knocking things out little by little, you know, setting goals for myself, fitness goals, life goals, family goals, business goals. Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. went crazy. Yeah. I, I, went, I went crazy. I think I lost it. Yeah. Now, do you think that this method, so you went through, so the past couple years, you have been working on your healing through, you know, physical exercise, eating healthy, learning, just feeding your brain, learning and learning and learning. Um, I mean, every time I speak to you, you are like, um, a motivation machine um i get off of calls with you and i feel like i can conquer the world <laughs> um so do you think <laughs> really you know i really mean that because your energy is like is just amazing do you think that it was that it was all healthy like do you think that some of this was like you just distracting yourself so that you wouldn't sit with the thought of like i lost my wife i'm raising these four kids I'm alone, like, or do you think it's um, needed during your grieving? Okay, so some of it was a little bit crazy, especially when it came to the physical gym aspect of it. You know, mm-hmm. I was going a little bit crazy, you know, to the point of, because it was, it was, uh, it was therapeutic for me. Mm-hmm. Because I was in so much psychological pain mm-hmm. that the physical pain that I could put myself through at the gym yeah. was just a way of me processing my psychological and emotional pain. Yeah. So I would be comparing the physical pain to the emotional pain. And the emotional and psychological pain was so much worse Yes. And I was like, this is nothing. Yes. This is nothing. This yes. is nothing. I can keep going. You can keep going. And I would just breathe and go and go and go and go and go and go. Right. Until I could not go anymore. And I really, really realized that, hey, I'm capable of doing a whole lot more. Yeah. I think. Yes. And yes. I learned. So, yeah, in, in that experimentation, because like I said, I threw everything up at the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, I listened to everything that I could possibly think of, whether it was philosophy, you know, all different types of motivational speakers, you know, the self-help gurus and everything else. And I found that most of them, you know, if it lined up with the word of God, it was useful because it lines up with God's word, you know, right. so right. it was useful. Right. If it didn't line up with God's word, 
it probably wasn't missed for it was inconsistent. You couldn't really apply it in every single, you know what I mean? Right. Area of your life and it be consistent across mm -hmm. all areas. It might help you here, but in another area of life, that might really screw you up if you apply that same philosophy. Right. So right, right. I was using God's word as a filter as I was exploring philosophy. And if it reinforced, you know what I mean, what I was trying to to accomplish that I would add it to the toolbox. If it didn't, you know, I'm sorry. Right, good, 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 I love if that. If it was useful, I used it. If it wasn't, I didn't use it, you know what I mean? If it lined up, I used it. If it didn't line up, it was in conflict with God's word, I didn't mm -hmm. use it, I just kept on trucking and I would just yeah. keep on listening. Yeah. You know, I would be listening to motivational speakers and just filtering, boom, mm -hmm. and just, allowing god's word to be the ultimate authority yeah because i don't believe that just because we're christians we have to say oh i can only listen to this no sure. i should be able to expose myself to everything because god's the truth of god's word will ring true you know what i mean it's like, like you're not going to be able to defeat that or contradict that like you might want to skew it to make it more convenient for you for what you want to do right but right, that's right. you you know doing right right gymnastics spiritual and gymnastics you know warping god's work yeah yeah if yeah. you actually study it for yourself in depth it speaks yeah. very clearly yeah. and usually and guys do the yeah. same way and I love that because it's so true. I think like if you filter what you're learning through God's word, like you're saying, you know, God's word is is solid for us. That's what we believe. And and so when we do that, um, as you said, you know, if it aligns, great. If it doesn't, then it's it's probably not like, for us. Even all of the studying that I did with learning how the nervous system works, so I could better help my kids and understanding how their brains work and you know, the gut brain access for me, that's me understanding how God designed us to work. Yeah. It's me understanding God's creation. It's not like, oh, well, this is teaching me how we really work. No, right. you're learning how God designed us. You know what I mean? That's yes, to simple. Work. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the founding fathers of modern science were Christian men that were trying to explain how God created the universe. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. You were talking about like instead of spiraling out of control, like spiraling down into the negative, like why did this happen to me? You know, why couldn't have been this and why, why, why? Like and kind of questioning losing your wife. You chose to not spiral downward, but in almost in a sense spiral upward, right? And say, what can I do to be better? How can I improve my life? How can I be stronger? Because and I ask, and I love that you said that because I I see the difference between you and people that I've known that question and question and have anger and bitterness over the things that have happened in, in their life and they're still struggling today. You, on the other hand, are in this place that it's, aside from it's a miracle, but it has just been a growth, like exponential growth that you have done from that time until, and I'm sure you've had really low moments, um, but I see the difference between you and say someone else. So how would you say this journey, this healing journey 
has, um, like, what has it done for you? Has it, do you, could you see it go any other way? Do you think, like, it could have been better? Um, I know it could have been better because okay. even as how a lot of people are, you know, want to uh, tout my achievements, mm -hmm. like, I know how bad I was struggling. I know how weak and tired and broken and hurt and angry and just devastated I was. Like I was so close to not making it mm -hmm. on multiple occasions. Like Carrie, I had to give my gun and ammo to my best friend on multiple occasions. I had to put Denise on suicide watch twice. Gabriel is just now starting therapy. Elijah is just now becoming capable of abstract thought. And it's really, really been, well, he's doing so much better now, you know, uh, over the last couple of months. But a few months ago, he was really, really struggling everywhere I took him. He was talking to people about how his mother died, you know, just just and you know how he missed his mother you know it's one thing for you to suffer it's one thing for you to have to stand and watch your children suffer yeah. and it takes trust you want to hear some fancy guru philosophy secret formula it doesn't exist mm -hmm. Mama, it doesn't exist right. it's trust you know when when i was like like my mind kind of like snapped on that day that you know it was 30 days later and i'm standing in front of the mirror looking at myself and i just look sick and i am really really thinking about like there's no way i'm gonna be able to do this mm -hmm. like there's just no way this is too hard yeah and I hear that still small voice inside of me. This is Michael. This is the moment that I've been preparing you for your entire life. Mm -hmm. What do you mean this is the moment you've been preparing me for my entire life? Now, now is when you're going to bring out everything I have been sowing in you all of these years. Mm -hmm. Now, 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 right now, now is when you need to do it. Now, I'm like, you got to be kidding me. This is when I want to fall apart and I don't want to do anything but die. I just want to die. Mm -hmm. Now? You want me to do this now? Mm. <sighs> yeah. And I was like, how? How, how, how am I going to do this? Because that's the questions we ask. We want to know when, we want to know how, and we want to know why. Mm -hmm. We want to know why is this happening. We want to know when is it going to get better. And we want to know how exactly he's going to do it. Yeah. But those are all things that concern God. Yeah. He's God and we are not. You're right. And you know what I heard from deep down inside of me that was like a still small voice, but a roar at the same time? It is almost impossible to really 
put together how something can be thunderously mm-hmm. silent mm. wow. inside of you that says, what do you believe? Mm-hmm. What do you believe? Yeah. Do you trust me? Mm. Wow. Trust me. Yeah. Yeah. And I just took him at his word. I was like, all right, Jesus, if you this is you, this is you, you're saying now, now I'm supposed to step out of the boat in the middle of the storm. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've heard the story. Yeah, I get it. Okay, but now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And, and when I stood out. back, when I stood back and I looked in the mirror. I saw a vision of myself that I could not explain because Mm. I did not look sick anymore. Mm. I saw myself strong, fit. Mm. I was wearing a fine suit, putting on cufflinks. And I was so blessed. Do you think that that was a picture? God gave you a vision of a picture of what you would look like today. Where else did I get it from? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I because don't know that's like, oh yeah now of course you know he's trying to give God the credit. I'm sorry, I can't help it. Like if if I was to try to take all of the credit for, do you have? Do you know the doors that God threw wide open for me that no man could shut? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I can't take credit for that. I can't. There's no way. I can't. Yeah. So um, when we talked, you were a one-man show. Not anymore. And you have grown. Exponentially. Yes. Exponentially. You have grown. Yeah. We are are going to be hiring on it. We have opened two new divisions of the business. Uh, South Carolina, here we come. Wow. (laughs) Yes, we are going to be a multi-state contracting firm. Uh, South Carolina, here we come. Mm -hmm. Eventually, one day, we will run the entire Southeast Gambit from North Carolina down to my home state of Florida. Uh, we have grossed over a million dollars this year. I don't know why anybody else can say, <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever they want to say, but for this little poor boy from the good Miami, that's a miracle. Yeah, um, it is a miracle. Hey, you know, I don't know what the future holds, Carrie, yeah. you know, but if I can do this, in the midst of COVID, do you understand the nature of my work? I'm an electrical contractor and life safety systems integrator. I have to buy equipment, cable, all of this stuff in order to furnish my service. Yeah. If I cannot get the stuff, if the manufacturers cannot get the components to put the stuff together, we had entire, if I was to tell you the huge hurdles. Mm that we have had to overcome the all-out insanity crises Mm. that we have faced. And you know what? Mm. Also, I have 
seen the hand of the Almighty backing me up as I refuse to take no for an answer mm. and believing that he will make a way. I just have to keep on knocking and I've had to go and make connections throughout the entire country. I've gone to different states and met people all over the place. I've had to take courses and classes and certify and invest in my business and do all types of craziness. Wow. I'm training people left and right. Wow. Wow. It's amazing. It's like, um, as I listen to your story and, you know, when we have our phone calls, like, I can just literally see mountains moving. Like, just from the time when we first spoke to, you know, being a one-man show, literally in your home, raising the children, in your business, and how God has just been growing you over the past few years. And you have always done it with faith. Um, I have, I really, even if your faith wavered, I never saw it. I never saw your faith waver, um, which is why I just, I have, I keep having you back. It waned, it waned thin. Uh, it waned, no, I'm serious. It is by the grace of God yeah. that I am alive today because when I didn't have any more strength, mm -hmm. he strengthened me. Yeah. And even when I fell flat on my face, because like I said, I know I could have done better because I've made mistakes. Like I'm not a perfect person. I was devastated. I made bad decisions. I did stupid stuff. I, you know, I went through my tantrum too. Yes. You know what I mean? I threw my tantrum too. Um, he never forsake me. Yeah. He never forsake me. He never cast me out. Mm, uh, he never stopped loving me. Uh, I never once went into his presence and he told me he didn't want to see me mm -hmm. uh, or he didn't want to hear from me. Yeah. Um, I've been saying the scripture all week. There is therefore no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Christ Jesus, period. And the yeah. verse ends yeah. There, yes. The birth ends there. I could freaking yeah. preach on that for twenty minutes because you and me both know we both yeah. know that we come from a culture that they yes. literally, you know, yes. what I mean, put a whole set of conditions. Oh, yeah. After that, that just screw things up yes. for Christian people. Yes. On a royal scale. On yes. a royal scale. And I love oh. that you say that you share that, that, you know, you're not perfect. You haven't been perfect. You went through so many hard times and God just kept. I'm still not perfect. Oh I'm yeah. Still you never will be. right? <laughs> but God still welcomes us with open arms, right? He loves us. He forgives us. Right. And he, like he's like, if I could tell people anything, I would tell them that I'm not special. Mm -hmm. like they might think, oh, well, that dude is a really, really great person, you know, <laughs> and he is probably, you know, God just prepared him and he's been preparing him his entire life for that moment. Yeah. And that dude had to wake up and make the same choices that you had to make this morning as to what I was going to wear, what I was going to eat, what time I was going to get up yeah. and what I was going to do with my life today. I am not any 
I'm not some special creature. I'm not super gifted or talented. Like almost everything that I have accomplished, I have been told no mm -hmm. over and over and over, <laughs> and over again. To the point where I have, it does not surprise me anymore. Right, right. It doesn't surprise me anymore. Yeah. I, I, I just say, okay, that's another thing on the list that I got told no that I'm going to see happen again. Because right. Right. if I have that itch in my soul, I'm sorry. I just have to investigate it for myself. Right. I'm going to find out for myself yes. what God has in store for me. Like, I want to go as far as he wants to take me and yeah. not a step less. That's so awesome. I love that. So do you think you're still grieving? Um, I know I am. And I don't know if I will ever really truly stop, you know, because how do you, uh, so much of who I am today, I owe to Viviana, whether I was proving her wrong or proving her right, because she was my biggest critic, mm -hmm. um, as well as my biggest cheerleader. Mm -hmm. You know, Viviana believed that God was going to do something great in my life mm -hmm. way before anybody else mm -hmm. ever did. Yeah. Um, and I know she's got a front row seat in heaven. Yeah. I really, really hope she's proud. I know it hasn't been a. I know it hasn't been a perfect performance. Um, I know she's proud. <laughs> I know she's but, uh, proud. Yeah, if you didn't know you were going to see a grown man cry today, you're going <laughs> to see a grown man cry multiple times. And I don't care mm. um, who I am as a person. Was cultivated through that relationship with Viviana over the course of 16 years. Like I met her, a 20-year-old boy, mm -hmm. and... She left me, a 37-year-old man, and father of our babies. Mm -hmm. And uh, at first, you know, at first I really, I really didn't have a choice mm -hmm. to be strong. Like it was just not optional for me. Mm -hmm. Like I was gonna do it, come hell or high water. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm just being real. This is just me being honest. Like there was a time where I was so angry and i was still like all right god i'm gonna submit to the process mm -hmm. but you know this anger i'm just gonna process it and i processed it in the gym and i took it out on myself and my own body and you know mm -hmm. i was dealing with my inner demons in the gym you know and for a while i didn't even want to go to the gym because it's sometimes still like if i'm emotional i won't go to the gym for that kind of workout yeah i'll either go run the nature trail or I'll go where somebody isn't going to see me because I'm more than likely going to break down, you know, mm. I'm going to be crying, snot's going to be flying, you know. <laughs> and other people really, like, they don't understand, you know, it's not like I'm there suffering under a huge amount of weights because I have this genetic condition. I have hypermobility, Ehlers-Danlos syndrome, the connective tissue in our joints, it's passed genetically from parent to, you know, to child. It's, I have it, my kids have it, my mom has it, my grandma had it. There's nothing I did or, you know. To, to, so what is it? It's, um, 
Okay, so this is how an average person's elbow flexes. Look at mine. Oh, wow. So you see how it oh, hyper-extends, yeah. Right, because the connective tissue in my joints is extra flexible. Gotcha. So what happens? You know, that is yeah. tense. It's, it's prone to injury. So I yeah. dislocated my knees, my shoulders, my thumb. Wow. You know, it's, I can't lift a lot of weight. My joints give out. Sure. So I have to do it the even harder way. Yeah. And you know what I said? Okay, I'll do it the harder way. I'll just be doing moderate to low weight, just an insane amount of repetitions. Like right. until I can go no more. Like my warm-up set is probably it's usually above 50 reps. That's my warm-up set. Right. But I'm not really lifting heavy weight. I'm doing 15, 20, 25 pounds. Right. You know, at the most, depending on the machine and the exercise, it might be a total of like 60 or 70 pounds. But I'm not lifting hundreds of pounds doing any exercise whatsoever right. because I'm just prone to injury. Sure, sure. But I'm there set after set after set after set after set. You know, just, you know, I will start with a low amount of weight and gradually yeah. build and build and build until I reach failure and then... yeah. I take weights off and I just keep going and take weights yeah. off and keep going until I can't go no more. And, wow. and, and I do whatever I have to do to it's reach that, you know, yeah. level of failure of, yeah. for hypertrophy, you know, yeah. for muscle definition. And I've learned so much about my own body and what works for me and how much sleep I need and what kind of fuel I need and everything. Yeah. You, you how much sleep? How much sleep do you get or do you need? Well, okay. How much sleep <laughs> do I need? Uh, all right. I, I need between five and six hours of sleep. Okay. I need five and six hours. Between five okay. And six hours I'm at six hours. Yeah. How, how many hours do I get? Yeah. Depends. Sometimes when I'm really, really busy or things are really, really hectic around the house, it's not. It might mm -hmm. be two, three hours. Mm -hmm. You know, um, is that sustainable for longevity? No. Right. But sometimes I don't have an option. <laughs> you know, it's like, right. what are we going to yeah. do? You know, I have to go to work. Things have to get done. Right. You know, if, hey, Asher was up until 2.30 last night. Right, right, right. I was going to say, I think it's also common with families or parents of special needs kids. Yeah, if I had to work like a regular nine to five job, Mm -hmm. When I was running my own business, like, or, or when, you know, Asher was little, like, if I didn't have my own business, I don't think I would have been able to hold Yeah, it. yeah. It's really difficult um, because they don't have regular schedules. They don't regularly sleep. Yeah. You know, Asher is still using diapers. He still doesn't speak. Um, Asher is four now? Five? No, Asher is six. Oh, wow. Asher is in first grade, Mama. I'm sorry, but Asher has already been through kindergarten and he's in first grade. Wow. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. He's in school. Oh, wow. When his mother died, he hadn't even started therapy yet. If we bring this full circle to our first episode, right? Um, as Viviana said to you, or as you could hear her saying to you as you struggled one day, right? Changing, mm -hmm. changing Asher's diaper. It was one day at a time, one diaper at a time, right? And 
I think life is like that. Like we really have to take one day at a time, one moment at a time, you know, one one phone call at a time, you know, um, one meal at a time, whatever that is. And we just have to be present in that moment, right? Um, and get through that sometimes, you know? And you know, so life, yeah. life really, really is seasonal. You know, you're either going through a bad time Mm-hmm. You just got out of a bad time or you're about to go into a bad time, mm-hmm. you know, so. Um, or you're in a great time, right? Well, <laughs> or life is know, great. <laughs> if, if you just got out of a bad time, then, then your, then your life is going pretty good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, know, you just got out. You're on, you're on the hot, you're on the back end of the storm. Yeah. Sun's shining. You know what I mean? Things are looking up, you yeah. know what I mean? But before long, you know, there's a storm on the horizon, mm-hmm. you know, it's coming again, you know, like when I was hitting all of these really, really huge, you know, even, even my fitness milestones and I was losing all of this weight, but that's where I like started to see most of like the progress at first, mm-hmm. you know, in my business, I was seeing nothing mm-hmm. for, for so much time, mm-hmm. you know, but there is a biblical principle that we just can't deny Mm-hmm. And that is seed, time, harvest. Mm. You're so, going to sow a seed. There's so. going to be a period of time in which you're going to have to watch over that seed, mm. water that seed, you know, make sure that nobody steals it, digs it up, eats it, ruins it, plants something, you know, what I mean, to it. Yeah. Then, after you are consistent over time, you will reap a harvest. Mm-hmm. I understood that principle and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sow as much as I possibly can, as much as I possibly can every day. And yeah, you know, sometimes that can be bad because you, you over sow and then now the harvest is way too much. And you're like, oh my God, yeah, I, I don't have enough people, you know, yeah. to harvest all of this that I have sowed. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Oh, yes. God. <laughs> and then you're like, oh my God, I need to... I, 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 I can't do all of this myself. I need to build a team. Yes. I need to recruit people. I need to find people. Mm-hmm. And that's when you start looking into, oh, wow, man, maybe maybe God would even want to use me to pour into other people's lives. Like, he's not just trying to do something in me. Right. Maybe he wants to use me to mm-hmm. actually help other people. And, and yeah, that's when you purpose, mm-hmm. you're being introduced to your purpose. Yeah. That's the that's purpose so behind your pain. And yeah. that's the key to healing is trying to find the purpose in it. Yeah. There's a purpose in it. It's not just pointless pain. Yeah. There's a purpose in it. He's working in you. Mm-hmm. You know, he works all not, it's not like God killed my wife in order to do this in me. No, but he used whatever bad thing happened. Mm-hmm. Some way, somehow, he turned it for my good. Yeah, yeah. You know, to the point where, yeah, I'm not happy that my wife died. Right, right. But to know Jesus like this, Mm -hmm. like to have that experience, you can't put a price on that. Yeah, absolutely not. There's there's no price that you can put. To know that he is really, really with me, that he's real, that he is alive that his word is true from page to page and i can trust him wholeheartedly and completely yeah. so good yeah. yeah yeah 
and see and once again you've just encouraged me and I've heard this a lot um, but I love hearing it again about you know just planting the seed and and you know it it takes time and because I know like I've started my business six years ago you know and I and there's so many times that I'm like Lord <laughs> am I really called to this? You know, am, have you really called me to this? Are you really calling me to, to this space? And, you know, you, I continue to have this burning desire within me. And I always, but I still say, but God. I call it the itch in the soul that just yeah. won't go away until you scratch it. You just, you just yeah. have to it for yourself. So, yes. yeah. And I say, and I'm like, but Lord, but but why isn't it going anywhere? <laughs> you know, like I I don't see the the harvest. You know, and and well, which is the reason I took a break for the past year. Carrie, <laughs> Carrie, let me explain something to you. Okay, let me explain something to you. I was a one man operation. I opened my business in 2011. Mm-hmm. My business skyrocketed through the roof last year. How long did I have to wait? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long did I have to wait before the windows of heaven were thrown open? And that was years of grind and nonstop work Mm -hmm. and working on myself and educating myself, Mm -hmm. like me putting myself through courses and classes and me paying for me to go off and get certified. And you you remember we uh, uh, we were talking about how I just had to fly to California in the midst of COVID. Right. And I went and I got certified for this new thing. Yep. Do you understand? <laughs> Do you understand the investment that I made in my yes. business? Yes. Yeah. It was well worth it. It's already paid off. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm back. I said I, I took my time away from it all and I took my break and I'm back. Yeah. It's, it really does come down to trust. There's no fancy word. Yeah. It's, there's no secret pill. It's it's trusting the process. Trusting yeah. that he is working. Yeah. He does love you. Yeah. You know, okay. and, and that's that's the one thing that your life circumstances are gonna tell you. No, God doesn't God doesn't love you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really have a purpose for you. Yeah. You are insignificant. Yeah. Like who cares about what you got going on? You really think the creator of the universe is gonna take time? Out of his busy schedule to make a way for you and mm. your problems and your kids, yeah. what you got going on with all of the stuff that's happening in the world, you don't see COVID crisis. How many people are dying? Viviana was one, and how many? Yeah. Why should he care about you? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's so many, yeah. so many lies that we could believe. Trust the process, and instead of whining and worrying. You can work, worship, and wait. And mm-hmm. then work, worship, and wait. And worship while you work and wait. And then worship some more. And then wait some more. And then work some more. And work some more. And worship yeah. while you work. And worship over your work. And worship while you wait. And yeah. That is a whole word. That is a whole yeah. word right there. Yeah. Instead of whining and worrying, you can work, worship, and wait. That's my formula. I work, I worship, that. and wait. So I might know the answer to this. We can end with this question. What do you think has been the biggest contributor, the biggest factor, the biggest part of your healing process? What has helped you heal over this past couple years? Love. Mm. I'm sorry, there is no more powerful 
Uh, it, it is it is love. Mm. If you want uh, you want to know where I found the strength to fight through depression, anxiety, devastation, suicidal thoughts, love for my children. Mm. I could not subject my children to the same pain that I felt growing up because, you know, like I said, I, I was born to a 15 year old mother. Uh, my father and my mother were never married. So technically I'm a bastard child, right? Um, uh, my mother was a, a teenager when she had me. And so I was raised by my grandmother. Um, and I didn't really talk about this much when I, when I was a kid. And I didn't even realize that it was affecting me much until I was a grown up. And especially I realized it after Viviana died mm -hmm. that I felt growing up like my life was a mistake. Mm. Because technically, I should not have been born like my mother shouldn't have gotten pregnant that early. You know, um, I wasn't supposed to be here because they were never married. You know, my father had already um, was engaged to another woman and he was in boot camp by the time he found out I was born. And they never, you know, my grandmother was very, very bitter towards my father and his side of the family. Uh, because she felt as though her little girl was taken advantage of and lied to and everything else. And uh, so she did not allow my father or his side of the family to really be there for me. Yeah. Um, and so I grew up without my mom and dad. Yeah. And that was very, very hurtful, you know. Um, but I learned that that pain that I grew up with of of knowing that pain of not having your mother, not having your father, you know, growing up. I could not subject my children yeah. to that same pain because they had already lost their mother. And if I blew my brains out, like that would just totally, like I, I, I knew what that felt like and I couldn't do it to them. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't do it to them. I couldn't do it to them. I couldn't, I couldn't leave them like that, you know, so... I, I asked God for forgiveness because I literally planned it. I mean, this was not, this was not a joke. This was, mm. I had planned my suicide. I had taken my kids. I was not going to do Christmas that year. I took my kids to my dad's. And when I dropped my kids off at my dad's, I thought I was saying goodbye to my children. You know what I mean? I didn't tell anybody else, but that was me saying goodbye to my children. And that four and a half to five hour ride home, I did nothing but cry and try to justify as to why this was the only way. Like I was not, they were going to be better off. I had life insurance. I had had it for long enough. They were going to have to pay the claim. There was nothing they were going to be able to do. You know, they're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was... Con trying to convince myself that somebody else, like God would make sure that somebody else that could do a better job was going to take care of my kids, you know? So what convinced you not to? I knew nobody was going to love those kids like me. Mm -hmm. Nobody was going to sacrifice 
for them. Nobody was going to stay up. Nobody was going to take the biting, scratching, the kicking, screaming, punching, like me. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking that I was Superman or that I had to do it all by myself because I didn't want to do it by myself. I was terrified. But I just knew that I couldn't do that to them. Mm-hmm. I could not subject them to the same pain that I grew up with. And I think that God let me go through that pain mm-hmm. to fuel my courage. Mm. Wow. Isn't that so, that's so powerful what you just said, because had you grown up with a mom and a dad and in this semi, whatever you want to call perfect home, would you have maybe taken your life because you didn't, you know, you didn't? No, it just, it, that is the fuel that I needed to become the dad that it made me become. So you're engaged. Yes, I am engaged. We will be married. Do you have a date? Uh, we are looking at February 18th, 2023. Our original date was uh, April 4th, 2023, but we're trying to move it up. My fiance is a total introvert mm-hmm. and doesn't want to do a big wedding. Yeah. Um, but we are totally in love with each other and enjoying each other's uh, company and God can heal even the deepest wounds because you know, like we had spoken, you know, about this off camera, you know, many, many times. I literally thought I was going to be a, you know, a widow for the rest of my life, that I was never going to remarry. It wasn't possible. Um, And even probably, again, remember you were asking, is everything that I did healthy, you know, everything that I tried? Yeah. I probably should have waited much longer than I did before even considering the possibility of opening myself up to dating. Mm-hmm. You know, I. But you know what? I love how Tony Robbins talks about us like eliminating the word "should" from our 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 vocabulary. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is. No, wasted. Yeah, I mean, I still learned. I still yeah. learned. Yeah. I still learned. I still grew. Uh, it caused a certain chain of events, which I really wish I, you know, I could have avoided. Um, but, yeah. you know, in all things, you know, we learn. Like yes. life breaks everybody, but yeah. you heal and you become stronger in the broken place. Yes. If yes. you go through the healing process yeah. properly. Exactly. When you, when you interrupt or you kind of like cheat through the healing process, yeah. you don't become stronger yeah. in the broken spot. Right, right. You actually become more prone to injury. Yeah. It just can't handle the load. You think you're healed, but you're not. When, when you actually try and do that exercise again, or try and lift that load again, or try and get in a relationship again, mm-hmm. you try mm-hmm. and then you see Mm, I didn't heal. I'm still all jacked up, man. Don't touch me. That's so funny. Yeah, oh no, yes, yeah. yeah. So and you hurt yourself. And you hurt yourself. That's so true. Oh, that's and a great you, analogy. I love that. Um, he doesn't show you the end from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, when he called Abraham, he just said, hey, I want you to leave your country. And I want you to find yourself. You know, I want, I want you, I want to introduce you into the man that I created you to be. Yeah. I, 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 I want you to do this. I want you to engage. You have to engage. You, 
there is no miracle without your involvement. Yeah, no, it absolutely. Because the sun will soon set and you will it. But I would say it like this. Your days are few and they're numbered. Mm-hmm. Throw, therefore, use your days wisely mm-hmm. and throw the windows of your soul open to the sun, S-O-N, mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the sun will soon set and you with it. Mm-hmm. And you might want to have peace. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so good. You might want to have peace mm-hmm. with what you did that day at sunset. Like you want to have some kind of resolution within yourself. Yeah. You know, yeah. hey, I love, I did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I forgave. Not in my own power. Yeah. But by, letting, by, by really following, you know, by, yeah. by actually, you know, I wanted, I insisted on investigating for myself what would be the byproduct of actually living it out. Yeah. Actually doing it. Like yeah. I wanted to see for myself, okay, Jesus, forgive this man for killing my wife genuinely from my heart. I want to find out what yeah. you can do. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do it and I'm going to see. Like, I want to investigate for myself. I'm going to live this out. I guarantee you, you try it for yourself. Yeah. You're going to end up like some kind of crazy Christian just like me. Oh my God, it's true. He did something amazing in my life. He transformed me. He filled me with love. He gave me peace. He put a song in my mouth. So good. I love it. Yeah. Oh. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It's it's always truly an honor to have you on. And yeah. It, it's it's always I always feel like I talk too much. No. Um, no it's because no. Yeah. I have man, I have had I, you know, I've been wanting to talk to you for a long yes. time. I'm like, "Oh man, oh man, oh man, there's so much stuff going on right now. I just can't wait. Thunder is single, believe me, single, believe me." God bless y'all. God bless y'all. Jesus loves y'all. And I love y'all too. Y'all be okay. Thank you. You don't have to like me. It's okay. Oh, no. We love you. We love you. Thank you all for listening to the Rebuild You podcast. I hope that I have served you on the highest level. If I have, be sure that you give this podcast a great review, share the episode, and give us a great rating so that I can continue to serve you and others. And if you are feeling stuck trying to live a healthier life, trying to improve your life and your home, but you're struggling, be sure that you join my weekly Healthy Life group coaching program. For more information or to join my weekly group coaching program, email me at carryvasquezco at gmail.com. That's K-A-R-I, V like Victor, A, Z like Zebra, Q-U-E-Z like Zebra, C-O at gmail.com. Have an amazing week and be sure to come back next week for another awesome episode. Thank you.